scientific evidence against sugar has been mounting for decades. As early as 1933, research showed that increased consumption of sugar caused an increase in various disease conditions in school children. Sugar, especially fructose, now this is interesting, we're talking about fructose and glucose, has been shown to shorten life in numerous animal experiments. Sugar consumption has recently been cited as the root cause of anorexia and eating disorders. In 1950, British researcher Yudkin produced persuasive finding that excessive use of sugar was associated with the following conditions. Release of free fatty acids in the aorta. That's the big blood vessel that comes, or artery that comes out of the heart. When you get too much... Uh, well, let's just read on. Rise in blood cholesterol, rise in triglycerides, increase in adhesiveness of the blood platelets. Now, increase in the adhesiveness of blood platelets. So we know that one of the problems with diabetes is when you get sticky blood, red blood cells, those sticky red blood cells cannot get through the capillaries, which are the smallest arteries and veins in the body where only one blood vessel can go through at a time. And when they're sticky, they end up clogging that blood vessel, especially in the toes, which starts to cause um, neuropathies. And eventually, those, the lack of oxygen in the toes can cause gangrene, which will cause um, eventual amputation and uh, diabetes is the number one cause of preventable limb amputation number one cause of preventable blindness number one cause of kidney failure increases your risk of cancer um, dementia um, alzheimer's and all that stuff so based on the show that sally and tom gave we know that um, our health can be tremendously helped based on our diet and uh, so it's very important that we start to eat the, the, the right foods and we find the right foods. But it's kind of like trying to wash the pants that had the glob of grease on it. For any of you um, who've, who are probably over 40 years old, you may remember the commercial where Johnny had got grease on his white pants and mom kept trying to wash it with the traditional laundry soaps to no avail and then found a certain detergent that would have little Pac-Man-like things in there that would gobble up the, the toxin, the um, oil stain on the pants. So, you know, those enzymes and things are so important in our diet, but s s basically because of what we've eaten in the past and not only what we've eaten, but what was consumed by our parents, especially our mother, not only by her drinking water, breathing air, eating food, wearing clothes, living in an environment of, of toxins. Those come down through the blood of the umbilical cord for four generations. And a lot of us don't have a chance when we get here. You might have some friends that have been allergenic since the day they were born, sickly. Um, they already have chronic disease. In fact, one out of two children right now in the United States have one form of chronic disease, 50% of us. Now, that was when I was young in, my, in the 60s. No, I'm in my 60s now. I mean 1960. The, um, it was about one out of six kids had a, had a chronic disease. So, you know, as we get 
more and more able in the world and more sophisticated with our computers and all of this stuff, it would make sense that we would become healthier and healthier unless there was another agenda. Now, the evidence has shown that diet is uh, responsible for um, chronic inflammation so far ago, but still, even today, the major public um, defenders of our health, the, the government organizations, are, are not embracing the facts that we know about toxins, heavy metals, molds, hidden infections, glyphosate, the 287 chemicals that are in the umbilical blood, as well as the 87,000 chemicals that have been dumped into the environment in the last 100 years. So if you want to be healthy, then, you know, you can start to eat right, but there's so much more that you have to do. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. 